Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines. I'm your host Connor, and today I want to talk about iconoclasm. And for everyone I want to that doesn't know or hasn't heard that term used before, the general definition is the mostly mob oriented, but it doesn't have to be. It can be the or- orchestration of the destruction of images which include statues, art, and um, oh, just uh, it's mostly referred to religious things, but as society has become more secularized, it has it then so and since religion has become secularized, which is kind of an interesting thing, I, I would say that reli- there is a religion. A fervent religion, not like a, uh, not like a, um, not like a mellowed out religion or something like that. A, uh, a fervent religion of any society. And that's, that is what we, and that religion we are seeing, uh, being promulgated in the world today. And it has its own iconoclasm and, I would like to bring it back to the origin of iconoclasm in the West and what it main, its main purpose was. So iconoclasm first reared its head in the, in the sort of um, early West, the uh, early Christian West in the Byzantine Empire under, I believe, Emperor Emperor Leo III. Emperor Leo III had great power over the churches in his land, just like, um, just like most uh, monarchs and emperors had in his time, as well as in the future, and even some. Some leaders today still have extraordinarily influence over re- the religions that they uh, they partake in or that they rule over when it comes to uh, secular leaders. They, uh, and I guess you could say Emperor Leo III wasn't really a secular leader because there was no secularization of, or or let's just say, there wasn't any any even the idea of a separation of church and state. Not that we have that today. We don't really have a separation of church and state today. I think in in the United States, but um, but that's that's a discussion for a different time. Emperor Leo the Third decided that his religious beliefs, when it comes to art and the depiction of religion was to be extraordinarily minimalistic and he made it so that people went in and destroyed art in uh in uh, religious places as well as uh non-religious places in th- or throughout his empire and the Western half of Christianity didn't didn't experience this. They uh, were dealing with their own problems, a, a different uh, 
heresies that they were dealing with. So it and uh this was a this was sort of one of the more breaking points between Rome and the East, which is kind of interesting. Not like not not like in any material way, but just in a cultural way, just in a just in a uh sort of power aspect. And the breakdown of the church at the time was that as is now in the in the Catholic Church that the Pope is the patriarch of the Western churches, also known as the Latin churches or the Roman churches, and then the Eastern churches had their own patriarchs that dealt with most of these types of issues, and uh, and so obviously the Pope wasn't su- super. Uh, uh, um, what is it? Super involved in this situation, except for sort of like, uh, why are you guys doing that? You should probably stop. That was basically his uh experience in the whole situation. Well, so why do people do this? Why do why does iconoclasm exist? Well, some people believe that it stems from the rise of Islam and Islam has a very iconoclastic uh tear down statues mental or not statues tear down art I'm guessing statues I'm not actually sure about statues but uh art no heart no art of Muhammad or you know what have you and that sort of as uh Islam sort of swept in the near east swept through the Near East, it became a very, maybe it became a cultural change. That's one theory about its uprising. And then it's also comes down to the fact that, you know, people don't like symbols. People don't like expressions of religion in that, in that manner. Sometimes it just irks them. I, um, it's an interesting concept, uh, it will come it comes back again during the protestant revolt uh much much later the the eastern churches had already you know finished that problem they they've already re, they already reinstituted iconography which is the which is which is the art they they had uh beaten iconoclasm and now iconoclasm had moved into the West, which most problems in churches tend to do so, is where it starts in one place and then suddenly it shifts. Sometimes really far apart. Like, I mean, this was like, uh, what is it, like 800 years maybe after the first iconoclasm in the Eastern Empire or in the Eastern churches. But also the Eastern Empire because it was it was the Byzantine Empire. So that stemmed also from the mob uh, being or Calvinist mobs storming into Catholic churches and destroying architecture. A lot of it happened in Northern Europe, in the Netherlands, and uh, in Belgium as well as in Germany, 
it stems it stemmed at that point mobs sort of take that take those sort of elements from their masters and then go crazy with it so the masters at the time wanted to make money off of the pillaging of catholic churches and that would give them more power and more influence over their people as they became protestants and that overwhelmingly happened in protestant majority protestant places and that was a bit it became very much a battle between catholics and protestants because many catholics defended their churches against ma- mass mass amounts of mobs and that's uh you know i think people can see that very similarly not not just in not necessarily churches though sometimes so some though some vandalism has occurred at churches as well as arsons have happened at churches as of late a multitude in france france is full of churches being burned down or you know set ablaze and then it has also moved into the secular society as we look at it today um every statue it doesn't matter who they are you know is uh is basically ready to be pulled down it is sort of a mix of iconoclasm and um sort of 1984 so in 1984 the government of 19 uh, in 19 in the book 1984 is attempting to destroy all the past that's the their party's whole thing is that there is no past there is just the present nothing to look back at and nothing to look forward to really because nothing's going to change and it, this is sort of how it's sort of mixed is iconoclasm with the mob and destruction of history on the other side and i think if anybody who uh is interested in history or re- looks researches history is um i think pretty much everyone c- will agree that there's no reason to necessarily destroy statues not every statue is worth having around especially if they're just in the secular religion which is you know take which is the majority of society which is you know ch- taken over the majority of society but the real question is whether or not they are um you know it, it, they don't need to be taken down they can just be put somewhere else or another statue can be built the whole one of the big things about unity if you want to create unity i think is that you don't uh you understand that people have different opinions you know that people have different points of view so instead of just trying to destroy a point of view you set up statues to represent the other point of view in the situation and i think that is a much better situation but you know no one's going to ask me about it <laughs> and i'm not looking to be in charge of anything that would deal with that but i think it's just an interesting thing to look back at history iconoclasm 
and the history it it uh it shows about how iconoclasm usually spurts up for for a decent amount of time and slowly erodes because i would say most protestant countries that that's not the situation anymore iconoclasts have not taken over and in religious circles maybe they have but not in the secular world which is uh the majority as well as many protestant churches such as lutherans and uh anglicans are not are not against or or not pro iconoclastic they're so, sometimes the opposite sort of the opposite depends on depends on the frame of the mind of each of the different members cuz those those protestant churches really depend on who you're talking to within them anyways so that is iconoclasm basically a short look at it from the i believe it's the 800s to now and i hope people have learned something from it and uh if you like what i'm doing please share uh if you're on apple podcasts uh subscribe basically i think i think that's what it is uh and please review leave a review hopefully five stars and i'll talk to you guys next time see ya